welcome to the Quality of Life podcast. My name is Erin Olson, and I am a businesswoman and mother who has been studying personal growth for over 15 years. I've tried almost all of the habits and hacks out there. My goal is to use my real-life experience to show you which tricks and habits make the biggest changes to your quality of life with the least amount of time and energy on your part. We'll cover everything from habits to hacks, fitness to family, and everything in between. Now, let's dive on in to today's topic. Hey there. Thank you so much for coming back to the Quality of Life podcast. And this episode is probably one of my most important episodes yet. It's all about the search for balance. You know, like some mystical oasis in the Sonoran Desert. Quickly, I just wanted to check in on last week's homework. Did you pinpoint which of the seven things that I talked about might be keeping you stuck? Have you been able to do something about it? Well, I hope that you are climbing your way out of that stuck feeling as we speak. All right, back to today's topic. Balance. Ugh. Man, how many times have you seen articles go by and quizzes and stuff just trying to find work-life balance? Well, the more days that get behind me, the more I believe that balance is a goal and not a destination. It's something that I continually am thinking about, and I only get glimpse of it now and then, and it's constantly needing my attention. Anyone who has tried to keep many projects and goals on track at the same time while keeping the family and animals fed can probably agree. It's like that old circus performer who spun all of those plates up above their heads. It was only a matter of time till they all come crashing down. So how do we achieve balance? Well, my friends, it is easier than you think. First, let's talk about what balance is not, because that is really key and part of the problem with why people cannot find the balance. And one of them is having it all together all the time. This is not balance. Perfection is not balance. And balance is not the same for every person or in every season of your life. And so it's going to look different across the board. It's also not what you see on Instagram or Facebook. Those are highlight reels. Those are only the things that people want you to see. And honestly, balance is not a completed to-do list. I know it just breaks my heart too. We all strive for that completed to-do list every day and that's not balance, my friends. So balance is more like the tide of the ocean. It rises and it falls with waves of balance coming and going all the time. Balance takes conscious thought and work. What are the things that mean the most to you? Well, back in episode number 13, Creating Margin and Killing Overwhelm, we talked about your top five, and these are the things that matter the most to you. Let's expand on that a little bit more. We're going to talk about your values. So think about it. Think about your values. What is most important to you? What do you stand for? Now, if you're by paper and pencil or on your phone, jot down a few things that popped into your mind. If you're driving, please come back to this later. Let me break down what my values are. For me, I am a healthy and fit person. I am the best wife, mother, and human that I can be. 
I find the joy in everything and I'm always learning. So that kind of looks like this. Because I am healthy and fit, I work out regularly and I eat healthy foods that nourish my body. I drink lots of water, I get enough sleep and schedule fun time and downtime for my mental health. Now, Am I perfect about this? Heck no. There are times where I just want to eat the bag of Cheetos and not be keto. So there is that. Because I am the best wife and mother I can be, I try to schedule time where I can connect with my son, which is a lot harder now that he lives in a different state. But I also try to schedule dates and fun things to keep my marriage healthy, happy, and exciting. Because I am the best human that I can be, I always try to live life honestly and with integrity and excellence. I also take care of my work duties to the best of my abilities, and I spend lots of time researching, reading the word, and listening to audiobooks and podcasts to help me be the best human that I can be and to help me in touch with my faith. All of this leaves out a lot of things that I do during the day, but it does highlight the most important. If my laundry is done and my hair gets washed, bonus. If I get to all of my Instagram and Facebook notifications and messages, bonus. If my emails get read and responded to, that's a bonus too. Get what I'm trying to say here? Like Darren Hardy says in the book, The One Thing, you've got to keep the main thing the main thing. And if you haven't read Darren Hardy's book, it is a must read. It really helps you to understand how to keep the main thing the main thing. And I'm going to put that in the show notes. Now, while getting the most important things done is super important, there is something equally important, saying no to things that don't fit into your values. This is where being a people pleaser got me into trouble all the time. While it's super important that people like and think highly of me, it is not in my control or my values. Since it's not in my control how people think about me, I can only control how I conduct myself day to day, which is one of my values. Now, this is still where my skin starts to crawl and I get short of breath. I want my friends and family to be happy and will do what I can, but not at the sacrifice of my values and what's most important to me. Another thing that can really help you find balance is to realize that different seasons of your life, and even the year, can have your life looking so different. There may be a season where you're carting the kids around to sports or rodeos after school, and the quality time with your spouse gets put on the back burner. Or you might be going back to school, or chasing a new hobby, or even having a new baby. There are so many things that can take the bulk of your time, and the other important things might not get enough attention, but you've got to realize that this is normal for short stints. This cannot be your normal, however, for long periods of time. Now, I don't want you to be super hard on yourself. Just like the movie Bad Moms, you can't be everyone to everything, or you're going to end up breaking down and saying, F it. Then no one wins. So when you are in one of those seasons where certain things won't be getting the attention that they need, there are two things that can really help you to feel more in balance and to not lose the things that are most important to you. First, you got to be honest with yourself and all those involved. 
if it is a spouse or a child or a work relationship that you aren't going to be able to give the most attention to, just tell them that you are doing your best to give them the attention that they need. And if things start getting out of control, agree to put some time on the schedule for it. Now, this can be kind of an awkward conversation, but the more communication you have, the less likely that they are going to think up weird stories in their minds that might not even be true. Sometimes the person who you need to have this most awkward conversation with the most is you. A lot of times we think we are superhuman and can do everything. And I am here to tell you that I have failed at that so many times you have no idea. And sometimes you just got to sit down and talk to yourself out loud and say, hey, you know what? You're doing your freaking best. And this is only a season. I am going to put most of my attention into this one thing for X amount of time. And after that, I'm going to start to pay more attention to the other things that also matter to me in my life. And I will tell you that just having that conversation with yourself can really make you feel so much better. So as awkward as it may be, it might have to happen. The second thing that can really help you to feel more in balance is to be more present with the things that are on the back burner or that maybe aren't getting the attention that they normally would. I know that this sounds like someone who's into personal growth would say, but it is so important. And once you begin to practice it, it actually becomes pretty easy. So here's how you can become more present. Number one, put away your phone. Don't even take it out to take pictures. A lot of times in my life, I am always wanting to document the situation or the experience, or I want to find out the answer to a question that we all have. And so I'll whip out my phone and inevitably there's going to be some sort of a notification that catches my attention and then I'm gone. My, my attention is totally gone from the situation. So for me, I got to put my phone away. Sometimes I don't even bring it with me. And you know It really helps. I know that sounds so weird, but it helps so much. Another thing that you can do to be more present is to enjoy the smallest little things about the people you're with. Ask them all of the questions and actually listen to the answer. A lot of times, we don't even listen to the question that we ask people because we're already thinking about what we're going to say next. And A great example of this is when you meet somebody for the first time and you say, hey, my name is Erin. What's your name? And they tell you and three seconds later, you don't remember. That is because you are so worried about everything else or distracted by everything else that you didn't pay enough attention to listen to their name. So work on that. If it's not a person that isn't getting the attention that it should, but maybe time that's needed elsewhere, Don't allow distractions or thoughts of where else you could or should be take over your focus away from where you are right now. You have chosen to spend time here because it's important to you. Now act like it. I heard a little hint a few years back that really kind of helped me to remember. When you are in a place and you want to be more present, all you have to do is look at where your feet are. And where your feet are, be there experience it all. Experience the sounds, the things you see, any smells that you might be smelling, 
if you're warm or cold, the more information like sensory related to that situation that you can think of at that point in time, you will so be in that moment. And it's amazing the little nuances of things that you might have not even noticed that are there right in front of you. So be where your feet are. All right, guys. So another step to finding more balance is to start with tiny, teeny little steps. The biggest enemy of balance is to do everything all at once, right? So start with one little thing to help you to get closer to balance. Going all in on even one other area of your life is going to throw everything else out of whack. And then that's going to leave you feeling even more out of balance. So start slow, start small. Think baby steps. And the last step to finding more balance is to enjoy the things that you're spending time on. This part is not super easy at first, but so incredibly important. Gratitude and joy are like muscles. They're hard to get started using, but you get stronger with every rep. Practice finding joy in everything. And if you can't, be grateful and the joy will come. If you need more help in this area, check out podcast episode number two, The Gratitude Trick. And I go way deeper into how to find and be more grateful. All right, guys, this week's homework is for you to jot down what your values are. Then see what areas need more attention. If you're going through one of those seasons where the bulk of your time and energy is going to one or two areas, then it's time to have that tough conversation with the other people or even yourself and reassure them that this is temporary and that you're just needed elsewhere until a said time, date, or till a goal is reached. Then be okay with your choice and quit beating yourself up about it. I hope that this episode helps you to relax a little bit about your lack of balance and give you some tools to do something about it. If you can think of anyone else who could use it, would you please share it with them or even just share it with the whole world? Also, please rate this episode on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And I thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you next week on the Quality of Life podcast. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check us out on the Quality of Life podcast, Facebook and Instagram pages, and our website, theerinolson.com, for downloads and more information. That is T-H-E-E-R-I-N-O-L-S-O-N.com. Stay up to date by joining our email newsletter. Together, we can improve all of our quality of life. Quality of Life.